Hello, everybody. Open your Bible to Genesis 35. Now, today, uh, because uh, 36 is going to be a, a short chapter, we're actually going to do Genesis 35 and 36 in this chapter. But first, we will uh, start with Genesis 35, and let's read. Genesis 35. Then God said to Jacob, Go up to Bethel and settle there and build an altar there to God who appeared to you when you were fleeing from your brother Esau. So Jacob said to his household and to all who are with him, Get rid of the foreign gods you have with you, and purify yourselves and change your clothes. Then come, let us go up to Bethel, where I will build an altar to God who answered me in the day of my distress, and who has been with me wherever I have gone. So they gave Jacob all the foreign gods they had, and the rings in their ears. And Jacob buried them under the oak at Shechem. Then they set out, and the terror of God fell upon the towns all around them so that no one pursued them. Jacob and all the people with him came to Luz, that is Bethel, in the land of Canaan. There he built an altar, and he called the place El Bethel because it was there that God revealed himself to him when he was fleeing from his brother. Now Deborah, Rebekah's nurse, died and was buried under the oak below Bethel, so it was named Alon Bakath. After Jacob returned from Padan Aram, God appeared to him again and blessed him. God said to him, Your name is Jacob, but you will no longer be called Jacob. Your name will be Israel. So he named him Israel. And God said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and increase in number. A nation and a community of nations will come from you, and kings will come from your body. The land I gave to Abraham and Isaac I also give to you. And I will give this land to your descendants after you. Then God went up from him at the place where he had talked with him. Jacob set up a stone pillar at the place where God had talked with him, and he poured out a drink offering on it. He also poured oil on it. Jacob called the place where God had talked with him Bethel. Then they moved on from Bethel, while they were still some distance from Ephrath, Rachel began to give birth and had great difficulty. And as she was having great difficulty in childbirth, the midwife said to her, Don't be afraid, for you have another son. As she breathed her last, for she was dying, she named her son Ben-Oni, but his father named him Benjamin. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrath, that is, Bethlehem. Over her tomb Jacob set up a pillar, and to this day that pillar marks Rachel's tomb. Israel moved on again and pitched his tents beyond Migdal Eder. While Israel was living in that region, Reuben went in and slept with his father's concubine Billa, and Israel heard of it. Jacob had twelve sons, the sons of Leah, Reuben, the firstborn of Jacob, 
Simeon, Levi, Judah, Issachar, and Zebulun, the sons of Rachel, Joseph, and Benjamin, the sons of Rachel's maidservant Billa, Dan, and Naphtali, the sons of Leah's maidservant Zilpah, Gad, and Asher. These were the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Padan Aram. Jacob came home to his father Isaac in Mamre near Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had stayed. Isaac lived a hundred and eighty years. Then he breathed his last and died, and was gathered to his people, old and full of years. And his sons, Esau and Jacob, buried him. Now, uh, God tells Jacob to move to Beth-El. Notice verse 1. Now, oops, sorry, wrong chapter. Then God said to Jacob, Arise, go to Beth-El and live there and make an altar there to God who appeared to you when you fled from your brother Esau. Now, remember, Jacob and his family were living in Shechem. Now, they are heading south to Beth-El, which is just north of the West Bank. Jacob instructs his people to put away their gods. Verses 2 and 3. So Jacob said to his household and to all who were with him, put away the foreign gods which are among you and purify yourselves and change your garments. And let us arise and go up to Bethel and I will make an altar there to God who answered me in the day of my distress and has been with me wherever I have gone. Uh, now, uh, where did uh, some of these guys come from, if you're wondering? Let's uh, reread uh, Genesis 31. So turn back a couple of chapters to Genesis 31. And we are going to read verses 19, 30, and 34 to answer the question. Genesis 31, 19. When Laban had gone to shear his flock, then Rachel stole the household idols that were her father's. Okay, now let's jump to verse 30. And now you have indeed gone away because you longed greatly for your father's house. But why did you steal my gods? That's Laban talking to Jacob. Verse 34. Now Rachel had taken the household idols and put them in the camel's saddle and she sat on them and Laban fell through all the tents but did not find them. So if you remember, Rachel stole these gods from her father and uh, covered them up when he caught up with them and was, hide and, and was hiding them uh, from him as he was trying to retrieve them. Now, it is clear to me that although Jacob is serving the true God, Elohim, some of his employees and family were still serving false gods. Now, Jacob's people comply and give up the gods. Then they travel to Bethel and Jacob builds the altar. Verses 4 through 7, and they read, And they gave to Jacob all the foreign gods which they had, and the rings which were in their ears. And Jacob hid them under the oak which was near Shechem. And they journeyed there, uh, as their journey there, as they journeyed there, sorry, there was a great terror upon the cities which were around them, and they did not pursue the sons of Jacob. So Jacob came to Luz, that is Bethel, which is in the land of Canaan, he and all the people who were with him. And he built an altar there and called the place El Bethel because there God had revealed himself to him when he fled from his brother. 
Now, uh, the Hebrew word for El Bethel, Hebrew 416, means the God of the house of God. Now, uh, Deborah passes away and is buried. Notice verse 8. Now, Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, died and she was buried below Bethel under the oak and it was named Alam Bakoth. Now, Elon uh, Bakoth, Hebrew 439, means uh, oak of weeping. Okay, now we see that Jacob's name is changed to Israel, verses 9 and 10. Then God appeared to Jacob again when he came from Padan Aram, and he blessed him. And God said to him, your name is Jacob. You shall no longer be called Jacob, but Israel shall be your name. Thus, you, uh, th thus he called him Israel. And then God reminds Israel of the promise in verses 11 and 12. To continue, God also said to him, I am God Almighty. Be fruitful and multiply. A nation and a company of nations shall come from you. And kings shall come forth from you. And the land which I gave to Abraham and Isaac, I will give it to you. And I will give the land to your descendants after you. Okay, now God is done speaking to Israel, then he builds a pillar in verses 13 through 15. Then God went up from him in the place where he had spoken with him, and Jacob set up a pillar in the place where he had spoken with him, a pillar of stones, and he poured out a libation on it, and he also poured oil on it. So Jacob named the place where God had spoken with him Bethel. Now, uh, Rachel is about to have her second child. Notice verses 16 and 17. When they journeyed from Bethel, and when there, there was still some distance to go to Ephrat, Rachel began to give birth, and she suffered severe labor. And it came about when she was in severe labor that the midwife said to her, Do not fear, for now you have another son. Okay? But before uh, Rachel died, uh, she named her son. Notice verses uh, 18 A and B. They say, and it came about as her soul was departing, for she died, that she named him Benoni. Now, uh, she named him Benoni, Hebrew 1126, which means son of sorrow. Okay, but Israel uh, changed his name and called him Benjamin, Hebrew 1144, son of the right hand. Now, uh, Rachel was buried and, and Reuben lies with one of his father's concubines. Notice verses 19 through 22. So Rachel died and was buried on the way to Ephrat, that is Bethlehem. And Jacob set up a pillar over her grave, that is the pillar of Rachel's grave to this day. Then Israel journeyed on and pitched his tent beyond the tower of Eder. And it came about while Israel was dwelling in that land that Reuben went and lay with Bela, his father's concubine, and Israel heard of it. Now, uh, I uh, never understood why this was a big deal, because Israel should not have had concubines in the first place. And when I say that, people, I don't mean why was it a big deal, because technically Reuben is sinning, but... You know, is you you're not supposed to have more than one wife. You're not supposed to have concubines. Uh, so you know, it is what it is. You know, uh, what happened, you know, happened. So we move on now. Jacob has twelve sons, verses twenty-three through twenty-six. 
Now there were 12 sons of Jacob, the sons of Leah, Reuben, Jacob's firstborn, then Simeon and Levi and Judah and Issachar and Zebulun. The sons of Rachel, Joseph and Benjamin, and the sons of Billah, Rachel's maid, Dan and Naphtali. And the sons of Zilpha, Leah's maid, Gad and Asher. These are the sons of Jacob who were born to him in Padam Aram. Now, uh, Israel makes it home to see his father before he dies. Notice verses 27 and 28. Jacob came to his father Isaac at Mamre of Kiriath Arba, that is Hebron, where Abraham and Isaac had sojourned. Now, the days uh, of Isaac were 180 years. Now, so that's a, quite a bit to live. Now, Isaac passes away and his two sons bury him. Notice verse 29. And Isaac breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people, an old man of ripe age and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. Now that brings us to the end of Genesis 35. Now we will turn to Genesis 36 and let's read. Genesis 36. This is the account of Esau, that is Edom. Esau took his wives from the women of Canaan, Adah, daughter of Elam the Hittite, and Oholibamah, daughter of Anah, and granddaughter of Zibian the Hivite, also Basemath, daughter of Ishmael, and sister of Nebaioth. Adah bore Eliphaz to Esau, Basemath bore Ruel, and Oholibamah bore Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These were the sons of Esau who were born to him in Canaan. Esau took his wives and sons and daughters and all the members of his household, as well as his livestock and all his other animals and all the goods he had acquired in Canaan, and moved to a land some distance from his brother Jacob. Their possessions were too great for them to remain together. The land where they were staying could not support them both because of their livestock. So Esau, that is Edom, settled in the hill country of Seir, this is the account of Esau, the father of the Edomites in the hill country of Seir. These are the names of Esau's sons. Eliphaz, the son of Esau's wife, Adah, and Ruel, the son of Esau's wife, Basemath. The sons of Eliphaz, Teman, Omar, Zepho, Gatam, and Kenaz. Esau's son, Eliphaz, also had a concubine named Timnah, who bore him Amalek. These were grandsons of Esau's wife, Adah. The sons of Ruel, Nahath, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were grandsons of Esau's wife, Basemath. The sons of Esau's wife, Oholibamah, daughter of Anah, and granddaughter of Zibion, whom she bore to Esau, Jehush, Jalam, and Korah. These were the chiefs among Esau's descendants. The sons of Eliphaz, the firstborn of Esau, Chiefs, Teman, Omar, Zepho, Kanaz, Korah, Gatam, and Amalek. These were the chiefs descended from Eliphaz in Edom. They were grandsons of Adar. The sons of Esau's son Ruel, chiefs, Nahar, Zerah, Shammah, and Mizah. These were the chiefs descended from Ruel in Edom. They were grandsons of Esau's wife, Basemath. The sons of Esau's wife, Oholibamah, chiefs Jeush, Jalam, and Korah. These were the chiefs descended from Esau's wife, Oholibamah, daughter of Anah. These were the sons of Esau, that is Edom, and these were their chiefs. 
These were the sons of Seir the Horite, who were living in the region. Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Deshan, Ezer, and Deshan. These sons of Seir in Edom were Horite chiefs. The sons of Lotan, Horai, and Homam, Timnah, was Lotan's sister. The sons of Shabal, Alvan, Manahath, Ibal, Shepho, and Onam. The sons of Zibion, Aiah, and Anna. This is the Anna who discovered the hot springs in the desert while he was grazing the donkeys of his father Zibion. The children of Anna, Deshan and Oholibama, daughter of Anna. The sons of Deshan, Hemdan, Eshban, Ithran, and Keran. The sons of Azair, Bilan, Zaavan, and Akan. The sons of Deshan, Uz, and Aran. These were the Horite chiefs, Lotan, Shobal, Zibion, Anna, Deshan, Ezer, and Deshan. These were the Horite chiefs according to their divisions in the land of Seir. These were the kings who reigned in Edom before any Israelite king reigned. Bela, son of Beor, became king of Edom. His city was named Dinhabah. When Bela died, Jobab, son of Zerah, from Bozrah, succeeded him as king. When Jobab died, Husham from the land of the Timonites succeeded him as king. When Husham died, Hadad, son of Badad, who defeated Midian in the country of Moab, succeeded him as king. His city was named Avith. When Hadad died, Samla from Masrika succeeded him as king. When Samla died, Shaul from Rehoboth on the river succeeded him as king. When Shaul died, Baal Hanan, son of Akbor, succeeded him as king. When Baal Hanan, son of Akbor, died, Hadad succeeded him as king. His city was named Pau, and his wife's name was Mehetabel, daughter of Matred, the daughter of Mezahab. These were the chiefs descended from Esau by name according to their clans and regions. Timna, Alva, Jetheth, Oholibama, Elah, Pinan, Kenaz, Teman, Mibzah, Magdiel, and Iram. These were the chiefs of Edom, according to their settlements in the land they occupied. This was Esau, the father of the Edomites. All right. This chapter is going to be relatively short because physically we're going to be looking at uh, nine chapters. So uh, this chapter starts, uh, this chapter picks up after the death of Isaac. Uh, so let's reread Genesis 35, 29 to, to get us where we are. And Isaac breathed his last and died and was gathered to his people, an old man of ripe age and his sons Esau and Jacob buried him. Uh, now uh, we look at the generations of Esau in verse one. Verse one says, now these are the records of the generations of Esau, that is Edom. Now uh, we see uh, that Esau is Edom. Uh, uh, let's re look at verse 1 again. Verse 1b says Esau, that is Edom. Now, uh, we see in scripture that uh, Esau's people, the Edomites, are the enemy of the people of Israel. And I'm going to give you some places where you can look and read it in scripture. Uh, I won't go to them. Uh, Psalm uh, 137 and verse 7. In Isaiah... Isaiah 34, 1 through 18, and, and Isaiah 63, 1 through 6. Uh, 
Jeremiah 49 verses 17 through 22, uh, Ezekiel chapter 25 verses 12 through 14, and Obadiah verses 1 through 21. Uh, those are some scriptures that you can and you should read on your own and it will give you information about uh, Esau and his people being the enemy of the people of Israel. Now, uh, Esau was disobedient to Isaac. Notice verses 2 through 5. Uh, Esau took his wives from the daughters of Canaan, Adah, the daughter of Elan, the Hittite, and Oholibamah, the daughter of of Anon and the granddaughter of Zebion the Hivite also Basmith Ishmael's daughter the sister of Naboeth and Adabor Eliphaz to Esau and Basmath bore Ruel and a holy bomber bore Joash and Jalob and Korah these are the sons of Esau who were born to him in the land of Canaan now, uh, we are going to turn to Genesis 28 to see Isaac's command. So go back a few chapters to Genesis 28. Genesis 28, and we are going to read verses 6 through 9. Uh, now Esau saw that Isaac had blessed Jacob and sent him away to Badam Aram to take to himself a wife from there. And that when he blessed him, he charged him saying, you shall not take a wife from the daughters of Canaan. And that Jacob had obeyed his father and his mother and had gone to Padan Aram. So Esau saw that the daughters of Canaan displeased his father Isaac. And Esau went to Ishmael and married, besides the wives that he had, Mahalath, the daughter of Ishmael, Abraham's son, the sister of Naboeth. So... Uh, we're looking at Isaac's descendants. We're seeing where some of his wives came from, and we see that specifically his father uh, commanded them not to do this, and he did exactly what his father asked him not to do. Now, Esau was a prosperous man along with his brother Jacob. Notice verses 6 through 9. Then Esau took his wives and his sons and his daughters and all his household and his livestock and all his cattle and all his goods, which he had acquired in the land of Canaan. And went to another land away from his brother Jacob, for their property had become too great for them to live together. And the land where they sojourned could not sustain them because of their livestock. So Esau lived in the hill country of Seir. Esau is Edom. These then are the records of the generations of Esau, the father of the Edomites in the hill country of Seir. Now, if we remember, Abraham and his nephew Lot also had this same problem, that the land uh, at this point wasn't big enough for their possessions. Now, uh, now I won't read verses 10 through 43, but I'm just going to summarize. Uh, 10 through 43 is really about the descendants of Esau. It's really just a whole bunch of names uh, I did look up. Most of these names and nothing really significant really stood out with any of them. So we're just going to summarize. Uh, and it had some some to do with Esau's prosperity. You know, it says, you know, basically he had sons and daughters. He had wives. He had relatives who became kings. 
Uh, some of his sons became chiefs. He had military success and he had many possessions. So that is basically what uh, Genesis 36, 10 through 43 uh, is saying. Uh, my guy who uh, I have read the scriptures for me, he uh, can nail all of those names to a T. So if you listen to him go all the way through it, uh, he did a much better job than, than I will with all those names. All right. That brings us to the end of this lesson. We cover Genesis 35 and 36. I'll catch you next time and God bless.